Good morning. It is October 18th, 2020, and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. Today, we're going to pray, and then God told me to speak from my heart. Don't write anything, don't look anything up, but just speak from your heart and share. So that's what we're going to do today. So let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the sun coming up. We thank you for each and every person you allowed to breathe today. We thank you for the ones you've took home, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for the special people in our lives. We thank you for those who are no longer in our lives, Lord. We thank you for Jesus. Uh, I just want to thank you for a person I teach with in the name of Mrs. Goodwin and her husband, Lord. Bless them as he has just had surgery. Lord, be what they need. Give them guidance, give them wisdom, and definitely give them strength and peace. Lord, you can do all things and you won't fail. Lord, we just thank you for each and every person we come into contact with. Lord, I thank you for my family, my wife, my two sons, and my daughter. Lord, just give them all strength, peace, and wisdom to know you and to do your work and your will. Lord, to do what's right. Lord, we just thank you for this week that's upcoming. Lord, guide us through, lead us, Lord. And I ask for prayer right now for a special family, the Rogan family, Lord, and the loss of one who I grew up around, played basketball with. He played football with us. He was older than us, but always respected him and looked at him as an older brother, somebody that looked out for us all in the name of Terry Rogan, Lord, who passed away. Lord, you know. And we just thank you for that family. Lord, lift them up that they might see Christ and that everybody would get saved. Lord, give them salvation today. Lord, we just thank you for all your nations, Lord, that they might see Jesus as the Savior. Lord, just bless us now as we go through this podcast. Bless this podcast that it grows to share with many for Jesus' sake. And for their own personal sake to have a savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Alright, so I usually have my talks with God either right here in this seat in my side little room in our house or in the shower. So this morning in the shower I'm like, God, I haven't heard this week what to prepare for, what to say. So I had to listen as the water was coming down and... He said, speak from your heart. Speak from your heart for once. And usually I do, but I put some things on paper and scripture and this and that. And he said, I will help you through this. So he said, be still and know that I am God. So in the stillness and just waiting, he said, speak your heart. So I'm going to try not to be long, but... Holy Spirit, lead me. Now, there's a lot going on in the world. Like I just spoke of, a lot of people sick, a lot of people afflicted, a lot of people dying. And it just breaks my heart. It doesn't have to be this way. But we choose to go versus God's will in many times and many ways. So when we follow him, everything will be all right. And 
their sickness and disease for a reason. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to pretend I know. I don't know everything. Even when I study His Word, I don't know everything, but I rely upon the Holy Spirit to guide me and lead me to give me the best piece of direction so that I could share with each and every person that listens. So, in that, I know that there is a cure to all things. There will be a cure to all things. And it's one name, and it's the name above all names, and that's Jesus. Jesus Christ is our Savior, and He can change anything. He can turn it around. He can turn it upside down like He turned the tables when the money people were in the temple, the money changers, and they were disrespecting the house of God. And Jesus had enough. And it's time as we as people in this world, we as Americans or whatever country you're in, should have enough. They're right being called wrong and wrong being called right. And God gave a specific way that we are to follow. And he gave two commandments. He said, love the Lord God with all your heart, mind and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. So that means even if we don't necessarily care for the person or we say we dislike them, we should still show love because we're commanded to show love and do God's will. We're also commanded to love God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So we need to fix our hearts and minds upon doing His work and His will, not our own will. And we all mess up. Yeah, even me, I mess up a lot. I have to say I'm sorry. I have to repent. But there's many in the world that don't want to do that. They could care less. It's a me, me, me society. It's all about me. It's what I want to do. It's how I want to have it. It's like Burger King says, have it your way. And that's a sad thing when God gave us victory already. And he gives us grace and mercy every day to go forth and do what he tells us to do, which is share the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why we're here. We're here to show love. We're here to show compassion and kindness. We're here to show and share his word. We're here to honor, lift up, praise, and worship God. We're not here for anything else. Not sports. Not music. Those are all good things because he made them and they're good. What he makes is good, but we tend to make them filthy, put dirt on them, and sometimes we just run them into the ground. And I think that God has a proper position for us in life if we follow him and if we choose to do his will, whatever that is. Because he'll tell us, but we have to be able to fix our hearts and minds to be able to do that. But many don't. Many don't even want to hear the name of God or Jesus Christ. And to me, that's sad. They'd rather do their own thing and worship idols. Like, we've all had idols. We've all been wrong on that. Like, I thought Michael Jordan was a god because I love basketball. God said, there's no other god before me. And he's a person just like you. Now, do I like him and think he's a great basketball player yeah but there's another side to it 
God wants to be first in our lives. He wants our heart. He wants our mind to be fixed on him. And he wants our soul to line up with his words so that we can be in that Lamb's book of life. And I truly believe that my name is written in there. And it's because I believe in Jesus. There ain't nothing I did. It's nothing I will do. Except me accepting him as my personal savior. Because I know I needed something that was greater than me to keep me sane, to keep me convicted, to keep me repenting, to keep me out of the sorrows, miry muck and clay and the gross things that are in this world. And those have been turned that way because of Satan. And when we allow just a little crack or a little glimmer of hope for him, he wants to attack. It's kind of like when you have an opening and you're trying to cover it up or you have an opening and you want to close the air off he wants to take up that air and slither right in and we have to learn how to shut that out we have to learn how to not be so susceptible and open to letting evil come in I could let evil creep in all the time and sometimes I do because I fail, because I'm human. But at the same time, I want to look back at it and reflect and say that I'm sorry and repent because I want my heart to be softened. Hard hearts get hard time. Softened hearts get love, joy, peace, the fruits of the Spirit. And I always talk about Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 38. And I should be saying verse 39. I sat here yesterday reading it again. And that 39th verse is what I always say. But I left that number out. So I apologize for that. Read verse 39. I'm not going to read it for you right now. But I want you to read verse 39 of Romans chapter 8. It will bless you. And it lets you know that he doesn't want us separated. He doesn't want us apart. He created us to be with him, for him, and do his will. Now, also, just thinking, as these elections are going on, everybody gets so caught up, so hateful, so determined to be Republican or Democrat or Tea Party, Green Party, Orange Juice Party, Apple Juice Party, none of that matters. The election that truly matters is are you elected by Christ? Are you the called and the purposed for his will and his purpose? That's the great election. And it doesn't say that in the Bible, the great election, but it says the elect. Now, Donald Trump is a person. Joe Biden's a person. Mr. Pence is a person. Miss Harris is a person. None of them can do anything for you. Now, you can vote for them all you want. The only one that can do something for you in your situation here on earth and the situation that you may have for eternity is Jesus Christ. And we got to get our hearts, minds, and our souls fixated and regulated on that. It's, there's a song that says, He will carry you through. That He is Jesus.
He's the one. These politicians, these actors, rappers, country singers, dancers, video games, TV, driving cars, it's all noise. It's all noise. And God gives us the free will to be able to endeavor in those things and play and watch and do and participate. But he also wants us to participate with him in prayer, supplication, reading the word, the scriptures, because Jesus is the word. And he wants us to be more communed with him and to take time like this and just dig in, divulge, delve into and find out about one true Savior. Now, I'm not bashing anybody or telling anybody, no, you're not doing this right because I need more time with him. I need to spend more time with the one, Jesus. And I try as much as I can. I always say I need more. I need him to pour into me because I'm not enough. He is enough. He's sufficient. His grace and mercy are sufficient. And he goes from everlasting to everlasting. That means from the beginning to the end. The Alpha, the Omega. That, that means that from the early creation to eternity, Jesus has been there. He will be there. Another thing, I've, I keep getting these letters from the Jehovah Witness, and I've yet to respond, but I'm asking God to fix my heart to respond to them the right way. Because I'm the type, I will show up at your kingdom hall, and you'll kick me out because I'm going to share Jesus. I know they don't believe the same as us. They call themselves Christians. But to call yourself Christians, you've got to be following Christ. And I'm not mad. Heck, they actually go out and share what they feel is right. Many Christians are afraid to. When it's time we stand up and speak, share the gospel, go door to door, send letters, invite people. They outwork us, I'm telling you. They run laps around us. I mean, you could be at your local Walmart. They want to share what they got. Thing is, it's not even the truth. We have the truth. And we're holding back. I feel that we can do more. But we say less. And when we say less, God's looking at us like, you have the truth. Why aren't you sharing it? And I, I'm going to be blunt. It irks me. It makes me sad. It makes me sick that we say we serve a risen Savior, but we're afraid to talk about it. So I'm going to talk about it. I know I'm not supposed to talk about it in the school, but I don't reference it right away as, oh, I'm telling these kids about Jesus. No, they see through my smile. They see through my actions, the way I carry myself, the way I try to be professional, the way I try to show love. And they call me out. Aren't you a Christian? Well, yes, I am. But if you want to know something about it, ask my son and ask my daughter. They are too.
there's always a way to share Christ. You just have to think about it and be forthcoming with the information to share him. Like I said, he's the one. And in the end, he's going to say, did you share me? And I don't know how exactly he'll say it, but he's going to ask, did you share me? Did you tell Jim, Bob, Joe, Patty, Sue about me? And think about it. If we didn't, if we didn't do our part, they didn't even know. So there they are, tossed to damnation. Is it totally our fault? No. But at the same time, we could have said something to help. We could have told somebody about the one that could change their life forever. And it kicks me every time in the past that I've had a chance. And I bit my tongue. It's the words you don't say that could get you to. So now I'm vocal. I'm bold. I ask God for boldness and wisdom. To be able to stand up and speak. Even if somebody hates me because of it. Because I know I have the truth. I have salvation. And like I said, I still mess up. That don't make me perfect. But he is perfect. So I want to share. I truly do. Now, everybody tells you, go out and vote. Go rock the vote. Go rock. Go this. Go that. Make sure you cast your ballot. Well, I'm going to tell you something different. If you want to cast anything, cast your cares on him. That's Jesus. Like I said, he's the one that can save you. You're going to have the choice to accept or reject. That's a vote here or a vote there. I accept it because I know I can't do it on my own and I'm not a God. I'm not Jesus and I'm not the Holy Spirit, but I do want to share them. So don't get caught up in this election. It's not going to change your life. It's not going to take you where God don't want you to go. It's not going to put you farther away from Jesus or closer away, closer to, I should say. But in the end, not having Jesus will put you separated. Having Jesus will put you with him for eternity in your name in that Lamb's book of life. So it's time to get right with God, time to get right with Jesus, and time to put the Holy Spirit on you. Open your heart, open your mind, soften your heart, and be accepting. And people say, oh, you push it on me. Nah, I'm not going to push it on you because I ain't that type. I'll leave it there at the table. You can eat, you can drink, or you can walk away. And that's not to be harsh. That's just saying, it's there. If you're hungry, eat. If you're thirsty, drink. He's the one that said, you'll never thirst again if you get a taste of that water. You'll never hunger again if you get that food. And when we have communion, we use the wafer and it is broken for his body that was beaten and scarred for us. And we use the juice of the wine to show representation of the blood that came streaming down for us at Calvary's cross. So, are you going to drink? Are you going to eat of this that was broken for you? 
that was shed for you? I am. I choose Christ. Will you? That's the question. Will you? And this is all coming from my heart because God says, speak from your heart. Don't write anything down. Speak from your heart. Share what you want the people to know because it's going to come from me, not you. My heart's connected. It's plugged in. Just like you have an outlet to plug in your phone to charge it, plug into Christ. He'll charge you up and he'll never let you down. Peace. Be still. Peace of mind. Joy. Love. Gentleness. I say these all the time because it's the spirit of the living God. And to get in that spirit, it says, if we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. The spirit of the living God. Do you want in that spirit? You can. You can have it. All you got to do is say, yes, I accept it. I accept Jesus. Lord and Savior of my life. Personal Savior. Somebody that I can talk to. There's no greater friend than Jesus. Nobody on earth. Nobody in heaven this past. There's one friend that will overtake and care for you. His name is Jesus. As long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. I love him. I want him around me, but a friend is what we have in Jesus. He's the one. Now, as I'm sitting here thinking, somebody's week is going to start off wrong. It's going to start off bad. They're going to say, I wish I could start over. You don't need to start over. You need to call on the name of Jesus. He'll meet you where you're at. And you got to ask him to change things. He said, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Call upon the name of Jesus. He has it all. He wants it all. But will you give it? Will you ask for it? Do it in love. And I guarantee it will be taken care of. That's all I have for this peculiar podcast at this time. We just thank you. We love you. And we love the name of Jesus. And we lift him up. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this podcast and those who listen and those who take part. Lord, just bless somebody today to say, I want Jesus as my Savior and the Lord of my life. I need salvation and peace. Lord, and then enter into their heart, their mind and their soul, that they might do your work and your will. That they might be who you want them to be. That they might share and love on their neighbor, that they might go out in this world and tell somebody about Jesus who saved them. Personal experience is sometimes the best experience because you experienced it yourself and see the change and see him working. Because you're not always going to see the change instantly, but when you see him working, Lord, we thank you for it. We lift you up. Lord, go before us and bless those that are sick. Fix it. In the name of Jesus, you can stop any virus, cold, sickness, anything. Just a snap of your finger, just a word from your mouth, because you spoke everything into existence. Lord, also bless those that are incarcerated. Change their hearts and minds that they might see you. Lord, be who they need in their hour of
whatever it may be. Lord, let them pick up the word and see Jesus. Then also, Lord, bless those that are homeless, that have no car, that have no food. Lord, provide for them. Because you said you provide for the animals and the birds. Provide for them too. And Lord, give them warmth, shelter, food, jobs, whatever needs. Lord, meet them. And Lord, finally bless my pastor, the church family that I worship with. Lord, that we might grow abundantly. Lord, that we might add on physically. Lord, that we might be what you need financially. And that we might do your work and your will in the evangelism department. Lord, we thank you for this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. Have a great week and enjoy your life with Jesus.